Attention Northwest Arkansas businesses and talent seekers. Introducing Onboard NWA.com, your hyperlocal job board crafted for our unique community. Struggling to find the perfect match for your job openings? Onboard NWA simplifies the hiring process, connecting you with the region's top talent through tailored talent matching solutions. Whether you're an employer seeking expertise or a professional looking for your next opportunity, Onboard NWA is here for you. Discover more at onboardnwa.com and let's build the future of Northwest Arkansas together. Hello, Northwest Arkansas. Randy here, bringing you a quick word from our sponsor, Signature Bank of Arkansas. Since 2005, Signature Bank has been all about empowering our community with local ownership and top-notch banking services. Signature Bank's roots run deep with assets over a billion dollars, and they're right here in your backyard with branches in Bentonville, Rogers, Springdale, Fayetteville, and now including Harrison and Jonesboro. With a growing family of more than 200 teammates, they're ready to serve you with the warmth only a true community bank can offer. And they've got Banco C, the first bilingual bank in Arkansas, to ensure that banking is for everyone. So give Signature Bank a call at 479-684-3700 or visit Signature.Bank online. Mention you heard about them on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast for that personal touch. Signature Bank of Arkansas, big on assets, local at heart, and a proud member of the FDIC and an equal housing lender. It's time for another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas, the podcast covering the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life in general here in the Ozarks. Whether you are considering a move to this area or trying to learn more about the place you call home, we've got something special for you. Here's our host, Randy Wilburn. Hey folks, and welcome to another episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn. I'm here today with Paul Gatling. Paul is the editor and associate publisher of the Northwest Arkansas Business Journal. And Paul and I have been connecting back and forth. Of course, I've been reading the journal since I got here to Northwest Arkansas in 2014. And we have mutual friends and we had just connected a few times online and became LinkedIn buddies. But I finally convinced him to sit down with me for a podcast episode. So without further ado, I want to welcome Paul Gatling to the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. How are you doing today? Randy, I'm doing great. It's great to sit down with you. Like you said, we have been trading emails and messages for a while. But first of all, thanks for reading. We always enjoy the 
faithful and loyal readers of the Business Journal. So I appreciate that. Man, it it is my pleasure. And of course, I just a confession, I read primarily online, right, which is how a lot of people consume their information nowadays. And I just like the fact that there are always updates available and letting me kind of know what's happening in this area. And, you know, for the longest time, I just wanted, I've always been a a business junkie. You know, I was that kid growing up. I read Black Enterprise. I read Fortune. I read Forbes. I read all the business magazines. I didn't know why. I just did. But, you know, it's just kind of one of those things. But no, being here and, you know, trying to understand the ecosystem of business in Northwest Arkansas specifically, and let alone the state, I wanted to have something that I could sink my teeth into. And and the Northwest Arkansas Business Journal is just that. So, Well, we like to think we do a pretty good job of covering the business (laughs) news in Northwest Arkansas, as any good niche publication does, right? You know, it's not a a daily newspaper type format. It's a niche publication. We have our magazine that prints every two weeks. As you mentioned, we do have what I think is a pretty robust website where we post stories on a daily basis, sometimes as many as 15 to 20 items a day, depending on who makes what announcement, who's donating this, and whose CEO has left this company or whatever it might be. But what better place to cover business news than Northwest Arkansas when you talk about all the development that's going on and all that, the, of course, the Waltons are doing and all the healthcare initiatives that are announced every day and just big business from Walmart, Tyson, J.B. Hunt to the small entrepreneurs, small business and the logistics space, the retail space, transportation, all of it. It's a fun job to have day in and day out. It is. It is. And so, and what I want to do for the listeners, I want to kind of back up just a little bit. And I want, I want people to find out who is this good looking guy that writes these articles and, and you see his face online and you just, you know, people want to know who Paul Gatling is. And, and I would love for you just to kind of share your superhero origin story with our audience. I will quick. share my origin story. I don't know if you would call it a superhero <laughs> origin story. So I am an Arkansas native, despite, as we discussed, my affinity for the North Carolina Tar Heels. I'm an right. Arkansas native. I was raised in Bald Knob, Arkansas. People may know that as 10 miles from Searcy, between Searcy and Jonesboro in the northeast corner of the state. My mother was a school teacher. She got a new job at Bryant. So we moved to Bryant, where I attended 9 through 12, graduated Bryant High School. Went to college at Henderson State University in Arkadelphia, graduated in Henderson State, played little golf on the golf team for the Reddies. Had a couple of jobs there after graduation. Working for the Daily Newspaper was one. Working for the Henderson State Media Relations Office was another. And I remember my dad called me. This was in fall of 20 or fall of 2000. Said he noticed an ad in the newspaper for sports editor of the Daily Paper in Bentonville. My work study job at Henderson was working in the sports information office. I like sports. He thought that would be something that I should check out. You know, 20 years ago, 21 years ago, Northwest Arkansas was starting to, you know, gain some attention. People were noticing, you know, what's going on in Northwest Arkansas? People were moving to Northwest Arkansas. And so for that reason and, you know, the you know good fit for the job, Dad told me to, you should look into that. So I did. And the current sports editor at the Daily Record newspaper was getting married and was going to move to Little Rock in April. So they wanted to hire somebody early 2001 to kind of train to be his replacement as the sports editor. So I came up here, had a good interview. They offered me the job. So I moved to Arkadelphia, moved from Arkadelphia to Bentonville in January 2001. Wow. And uh, have been in Bentonville ever since. It's the longest place I've ever lived anywhere in Arkansas. Lived here (laughs) for 20 years. Came from, stayed at the newspaper for about nine years. Went to the Business Journal 
in February of 2011 and became the editor in May of 2013. And like I said, it's a great place to work. We've got a talented staff, great group of people, great ownership group, good company to work for. And like I said, what better place to cover business news than than this part of the country? It's just a fascinating area, dynamic area of all the things that are going on. I think we're all blessed to live here and I'm blessed to to be able to, I hope, document some of the neat things that are going on for for our readers. Yeah, no, I love that. And you talked about the ownership group a little bit. And just to kind of, for the audience, the ownership group has other papers down in uh, in the central Arkansas area, well, right? So I'll give you a quick history lesson. So the Business Journal was started in 1997 as a division of Arkansas Business, which okay. is based in Little Rock. Yep. There have been a couple of ownership changes since then. The most recent is, and really want to underscore the point because a lot of people still get this confused because they grew up with Arkansas Business and the Business Journal being one of the same. Those two companies are completely separately owned, separately operated. It's like Time Magazine and Sports Illustrated. They are two different (laughs) companies, two different owners, two different advertising departments, business departments, everything. No longer affiliated with each other. In the fall of 2016, the Business Journal was acquired by Natural State Media Group, which is headed up by Roby Brock and Michael Tilley and Rob Gutteridge, our publisher, and a couple of other investors. And we have, we have the magazine here in Northwest Arkansas that prints every two weeks. We have a magazine in Northeast Arkansas in the Jonesboro market that prints once a month. And then, of course, we have our website, nwabusinessjournal.com, and the sister website, talkbusiness.net, where we post business news every day. We have a radio segment on the NPR affiliate each Thursday and Sunday called the Northwest Arkansas Business Journal Report. That's on Ozarks at Large on KUAF. And of course, we have the Sunday morning talk show anchored by Roby Brock that airs in the Jonesboro market, the Little Rock market, and the Northwest Arkansas market. You can see it here. I believe it's 10.30 a.m. each Sunday on Channel 5. Okay. Yeah, no, and I've, I've seen that, and I've also, I listened to the Biz Journal report on Ozarks at Large, which I, I don't miss. And, Perfect. And the cool <laughs> thing about that is because Ozarks at Large comes out as a podcast, mm-hmm. I can catch that episode all the time. Yep. I don't have to physically listen to it. I'm the same. It, so, yeah. <laughs> so, but I listen to it. I yeah. tune in all the time just to kind of find out what's happening, because if nothing else, especially those of you that are listening that didn't realize that this this great resource is available to you. I mean, you're, you're, there are a lot of ways that you can kind of stay abreast of what's happening in this market. And I know some people like to read, some people don't like to read, some people just like to listen. Mm-hmm. And that's one way to do that, just to kind of get your your business fixed, mm-hmm. if you will. We're so. fortunate to have those good content partners. I mean, KUAF, I mean, the NPR affiliate says yeah. a lot right there. Absolutely. So we're happy to partner with them. And of course, Channel 5 is the top rated news channel in the market. So Great to have those content partners with us. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about this market here. I mean, you've been up here for 20 years. You've seen some changes in Northwest Arkansas, and we have listeners that come from all over. I just actually, a beautiful couple has reached out to me not too long ago. They moved here, and I won't say that our podcast is the reason why they did it, <laughs> but they did say that you are a big part of why we're here. And I was like, wow, that's, I was really flattered by that. And we're actually going out to dinner on Friday, which I'm pretty excited about because it was actually, this is the reason why I created the podcast, was to kind of share what makes this place special. So you guys get a chance to do that on a, on a regular basis by highlighting all the businesses that are, are starting, those that are growing and excelling, 
So I would love for you just to kind of talk about what you've experienced since you got here, because you you mentioned that Bentonville was not the same Bentonville back in 2001 no. that it is today. And I just drive through Bentonville every day and I'm always amazed. Yeah. But what has your experience been like and, and how could you kind of bring it home for people to understand how much this place has transformed? I think the population was 17,000 in, in January of 2001 when wow. I moved here. Okay. Yes. You know, Walton Boulevard for the, to the interstate was still a two-lane road as you're driving out from the middle of town. But I mean, those are, those are just a couple of small examples, but it would be hard to kind of capsulize all the changes, not just in Northwest Arkansas, but really in Benton County, where you can see the differences. And, you know, there's a, you know, a skyline of sorts, you know, being built in, in Rogers Absolutely. off the interstate. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. so, you know, I, well, I tell people a lot that there are other areas of the country that are rapidly developing. There's a lot going on. There's population growth. There's fast growth. I think what the, I think one of the differentiators here is, and it's, you know, maybe not getting that way so much, but the, the low cost of living in Northwest Arkansas is a feather in the cap when you compare <laughs> it to a lot of other metro areas that are growing fast. Now, another benefit to having the you know what I'll call the the hidden hand of philanthropic development and and of development support in the region and what drives a lot of the initiatives in the region of course the Walton interests you know that's something that not a lot of other people have in other areas of the country so that benefits us as well if they decide that something is worth having in northwest arkansas we're going to have it <laughs> even from as low down as from low down the totem pole as you know, I can remember when Bentonville's Square got the Flying Fish restaurant. Yeah. Well, Alice Walton liked that restaurant, so we're going to have one of those. So we have, we have one of those. That's just a small example of of just the, and of course the big example the what we've been writing about a lot this year the Whole Health Institute the Whole Health Medical School in Bentonville that is really going to be it's kind of like we're doing Crystal Bridges all over again. I mean, the Crystal Bridges development was years long and a major, major announcement and a major development in the country's arts community. Yeah. Well, the whole health initiative that she really believes in is a major, major happening in the country's healthcare community. You can see that just by the people she's been able to recruit and hire to get that thing up and running and off the ground. So it's almost like we're doing the Crystal Bridges thing all over again. There's so much excitement. And of course, now Crystal Bridges is, is going to expand and get even bigger. So there's uh, redoubled excitement for, for the museum here in its 10th anniversary year. So just so many life-changing events and developments in the past 20 years, for myself included. You know, I feel fortunate to, to have kind of gotten onto some of the career paths that I've gone on and, and to met some of the people that I've met in the last 20 years. So it's been fun. It's been a great place to live and work. And Looking forward to to many more years. Yeah, and I, I'm glad you mentioned that because I mean, yeah, I mean, Crystal Bridges is insane now. To just imagine that it's going to double in size, you, you know, you look at that, and I was like, when I saw that announcement, I was like, wow, this is. I like I said, I've said it over and over. It's an embarrassment of riches in terms of what you have available, and I think yes, every region of the country would st stand well to have a Walton Family Foundation in their back pocket, but we have that, and that that I think is one of the. That's one of the X factors that Northwest Arkansas has that a lot of other places don't. And even with property values going up and more people relocating here, 
I still see this area as a very affordable place to come. It's a good place to raise children. There's a lot that's uh, available to a growing family for sure. Right. We want to keep it as an affordable place to come and not just a good place to come because it's always going to be a good place to come, but you really need that word affordable. And of course, you know, the Northwest Arkansas Council and some other groups are really starting to focus in on that issue as something that needs our attention and needs it quickly. Otherwise, you're going to have things that spiral out of control and you're going to have a real estate problem on your hands. Yeah. And you know, it's funny you mentioned that because I just spoke with uh, Keaton Smith and he and I had a really great conversation. Mm-hmm. That's uh, and that, that episode. I can't wait to share that. And that may come out before this episode does, but Keaton Smith is outstanding, works with Iberia Bank, working on a number of housing initiatives in the yeah, area. Yeah, Partners so, for Better Housing. We yeah. had Jeff Delarosa, one of our reporters, had a great interview and story about all the things they're working on. Had had Keaton on our cover a month or so ago. Yeah, so that's that's another group that's really trying to focus in on the affordable housing issue in the two-county area. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I, and I think it's important. And, you know, it's funny because one hand kind of washes the other. You guys have put out some really good articles. You're speaking about Jeff's article and, and so many others that have been inspiring to me where I've said, hey, I've got to talk to this person. I've got to talk to that person because, you know, I want to, you know, maybe look at a different angle of that story or, or maybe go a little deeper than what maybe a, a thousand or two thousand word article will go. And so that's why I like the podcast. And yeah. that's that opens up the door to to a lot of other information. Yeah, I call it the uh, I call it the perils of print. You know, you do have those <laughs> space parameters and space requirements. Oh my gosh, but uh, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's tough. It's tough to cut those last two or three lines off oh, when you run out of listen, space. Listen, <laughs> when you, when somebody says, "Oh, how much how, how many words do I have? 1500?" Great. And then you get there and you're like, "Oh, crap. I'm yeah. already at 2300." Yeah, I'm already there. <laughs> it's just, yeah. It's you know, crazy. but no, we do we we do like having the business publication. You know, print is not going out of business. Right. There's still value in print. And that's not just me saying that. That's the that's the advertisers that you'll find in our print publication. But we also we say have the print pack or the advertising packages for radio and television and online and really all different levels of, of the way we communicate. Yeah. So you went from sports, you went into business. What has been like, what are some of the big trends that you have seen in business here in Northwest Arkansas over the years that you can kind of point to? You know, we don't have to go too micro, but I mean, just on the on the, the larger spectrum of things, you know, what has been kind of in your mind, some of the big changes that you've seen in business here in Northwest Arkansas? I would say two things. The first being just the the continued not, I don't know if the expansion is the right word, but lots of companies from around the region and the company, banks, architecture firms, engineering firms, services firms, all establishing a presence in Northwest Arkansas. Yeah. But then maybe even more recent and kind of deeper than that are Washington County or Fayetteville-based businesses, service firms, what have you, either A, establishing a second location in Benton County or B, moving their operations to Benton County. Because that's where a lot of the growth is. That's yeah. where a lot of the, the deals are happening. That's where a lot of the business is. That's where, you know, when people fly into Northwest Arkansas, they generally are will come to Benton County, to Bentonville, right. to Rogers. I've just, there's been a lot of examples of that. I don't know that it means, it doesn't, I'm not saying it means Fayetteville, Washington County are, are less desirable from a business environment. I certainly don't think that. We're sitting here in our office in Springdale on right. 71 business. But I have noticed that there are, you know, large firms, notable firms who either, you know, they started off as a, you know, having a second office or, and that's transitioned to, or we're just going to move to Benton County. But 
Benton County of the two counties, I don't think it's a shock for anybody to hear or for me to say that's where that's where the majority of the growth is right now and will continue to be. Yeah. And I think, and it's important. I mean, obviously, you know, one of the largest companies in the world is based there. So that, right. it helps, right? It, it, Making it, a sizable it, investment right now too, by the way. Always. Yeah. <laughs> like that campus is going to be insane. I mean, yep. my office in Rogers is right on, on Walnut where they're, they're expanding that mm-hmm. area there. So it's, it's going to be pretty impressive in terms of what they're going to do. I think that, you know, and we saw examples of that here in the past couple of years when they announced, you know, that they were investing in a home office campus. There's always been these, you know, off the radar rumors and, you know, Walmart might one day move to Dallas or might one day do this. (laughs) And, you know, there was an executive, you know, 15, 20 years ago who, you know, kind of thought along those lines, to be quite honest with you. But of course that didn't happen, but there was always the Tenth of one percent chance of you know what if and now with that announcement that's completely off the board and you see all kinds of in- investing from out of state companies and real estate investors and I really think that that had something to do with kind of how last year played out from a business sense yeah. in Northwest Arkansas there wasn't a whole lot of slowdown here last year there were still deals being done and investments being made and and construction happening i talked to you know a couple of construction leaders at different points last year they were just as busy as you know you don't know what to compare it to if we didn't have a global pandemic but they didn't really see a whole lot of slowdown in projects they were still having trouble finding subcontractors they were still having all the same issues because there wasn't a whole lot of slowdown and i just wonder how much the because I know on the front end, the past couple of years, the Walmart home office announcement in construction, it's hard to measure how invaluable that was as far as, you know, maybe people were on the fence or maybe people were thinking about Northwest Arkansas. Well, that happens. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's full speed ahead. That's a 50 to 75 year announcement that solidifies Bentonville. So when you have that announcement last year, if there's any trepidation about what kind of impact COVID-19 would have from a business and economic sense on maybe other areas of the country. You know, every country's responded differently. Here in Bentonville and Benton County, you've got a a billion dollar project and a billion dollar investment by one of the country's flagship companies, Walmart. So I think that made a difference. Whether or not it did, I'll let others decide that. You know, and I I think it did too. And you're absolutely right. I mean, a lot of my friends that are in the real estate field were working at a feverish clip, even through the pandemic. The biggest challenge for them was just, you know, sourcing products, right? Because that was the only thing that really slowed down was like, I remember I had a a guy working, putting, installing a door in one of my duplexes and I mean, it took him like five months just to get a door where in, in, in normal times it was like, oh, I can get you a door in two weeks. We'll have it done. Special order. Yeah. You know, now it's like, so those those are the things that slowed down any type of production in here. But it wasn't that people here weren't ready to go and were on the ground working. And now I'm looking and even around where I live and on the northeast side of Fayetteville, I'm looking at houses getting thrown up in, in, in two seconds. I mean, literally, like mm-hmm. just a couple of weeks ago. The area got cleared. Now we've got four houses, I mean, like fully built. And it's just so, yeah, I mean, I I suspect that that's going to continue at that pace for a while. Fayetteville and Bella Vista, oddly enough, are the two markets where the home building is most active. 
especially Bella Vista. I've I've done a couple of stories the past couple of years. I mean, their their increase has been you know two hundred percent, three hundred percent because of or partly because of the the interstate loop that they're building or that's opened up the complete west side of Bentonville. And it's the land is cheaper up there. The home builders can build a, a product up there cheaper or less expensive than certainly Bentonville and some other areas. So and it's really not that far away. No, it's, it's really not. not. You know, no, we've we finally got the interstate widened. We've got the uh, the bottleneck opened up there at Home Depot at Rogers. So yeah, getting up and down. You know what a lot of people call Northwest Arkansas's Main Street. The interstate is has become a breeze and. Hopefully later this year, getting from this area up into southwest Missouri will become even easier, even easier yeah. when that, when they get that finished. Yeah. I drove up there for the first time. I had to go to Kansas City for soccer. And um, yeah, I was pretty impressed with how much work has been done up there because I hadn't been up there pretty much during the pandemic. I didn't go anywhere. Yeah. I mean, I was just in between Bentonville and Fayetteville and that was it. But I was blown away by how much how much work had been done up there. So. Right. And there's more there's more interstate construction projects in the pipeline. I think, you know, they're still working on the Walton Walnut that I think it's called a single point urban interchange, a SPUI, first one in the state. It's really going to rapidly and totally reconfigure the way you get on and off the interstate there at the the Bentonville Rogers exit. And they've got a lot of work to do on that. And then I think there's a, a similar project for the Weddington exit and then on down for the MLK exit in sure. Fayetteville. So highway department's got plenty to keep them busy at this corner of the state as usual. That yeah. probably won't ever stop. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And, and with this infrastructure bill, if that does get passed, that's probably going to bring even more money to the state, especially when you realize that, I don't know, what is it like 80% of bridges bridges in Arkansas are deficient right. and, and need either repair or replacement. Right. So there's a lot of work that's going to be Yeah, done it's here. going to be it's going to mean uh growth at the airports too. We've sure. got a story about that in our yeah. new issue just out today. Yeah, <laughs> and that's exciting because the week that we're recording this, we're going to be doing um the inaugural Onward Ozarks program with Northwest Arkansas Council and the folks at Height Jackson are going to talk about the expansion at the airport. Because I know a lot of us are in the mindset of, wow, we haven't been, I haven't been on a plane since last m- March. And while I've enjoyed being at home, I do look forward to getting back on a plane at some point in time. But I really look forward to seeing XNA transform to become that, you know, that, you know, larger or upper tier uh, regional airport that it can be, you know. And so there's a lot of excitement around that. Yeah. Just in the past five years, the, the transformation out of the airport has re- been really eye opening with, you know, the new parking garage and now a new, you know, Skywalk and the Sky Deck. It's in development. And those are just the, you know, the exterior renovations and improvements for, you know, the passengers on the outside. You know, then we're talking about maybe, you know, improvements to their, to the runway and to the gate area and for the airplanes and the, airline industry themselves for them to enjoy a little bit a little bit more upgraded X and A. So yeah, it's a lot it's a lot of fun to Jeff always does a good job of keeping up with the transportation and, and transportation beat and X and A what's going on out there. So yeah. yeah. So it's gonna be good. It's gonna be really exciting to yeah. see. So you guys have a couple of other programs that you do every year that people really look forward to, the Fast Fifteen. And the other one is 40 under 40. 40. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we actually have four recognition programs. Those are our two longstanding ones, Fast 15, 40 under 40. About six years ago, we introduced a women in business yep. and the C-suite. 
So right. those are our four annual programs. But yeah, the 40 Under 40 is the flagship. It's actually our 25th annual 40 Under 40 class that we will reveal later this year and, and recognize in our August issue. Wow. And then that's just for Northwest Arkansas, right? Northwest Arkansas and the Fort Smith Metro. Okay. Our coverage area is Benton and Washington counties, Sebastian and Crawford counties down in Fort Smith, mm-hmm. and just a bit east, Madison and Carroll County. Okay. Yeah. Good, that's good. The, that's technically the six-county coverage area for the Northwest Arkansas Business Journal. Yeah. That's funny because we actually have a lot of listeners down in Fort Smith because oh, yeah. people are constantly saying, hey, will you- would you cover somebody down here? Can we get? To, can somebody get on your podcast? And I'm like, yeah, sure. I mean, I you know I don't mind to drive down there. It's not that far. So right. I think it's I think it's important for us to to kind of understand the scope of how big this area is because I think when we look back in another 20 years, you know, we're going to be looking like you know Goshen will be like downtown Fayetteville, right? <laughs> when you think of when you think I mean when you think of the expansion of this area, it's going to be like wow. Now we think Goshen it's kind of out there, but. Well, we, a lot of I, that could change. That's another Bentonville example. When I moved there 20 years ago, Centerton was kind of out there, you know, just <laughs> down the highway. And now right. Centerton, you know, has, you know, they have a high school, they have sit down restaurants, they yeah. have banks, they have retail, they have apartments, they have all kinds of, and talk about building houses every two days. They can't build houses quickly enough in Centerton. So that's another example of, uh, of kind of a, what you would call a, you know, bedroom community to Bentonville that is really just, exploded in the past 20 years. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. That, that, that I think that's really interesting. You know, you mentioned something, we, we talked about Bella Vista earlier, and this was something that I learned about the area. And I don't know how much you know about this, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. I didn't realize how big of a retirement destination Bella Vista is. Yeah. Well, be careful now. They'll, they'll hate that description these I, days. I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, they got a golf course everywhere you turn in Bella Vista. They got beautiful golf courses. Yep. Talking to a golfer here, yep. man. So- mm-hmm. It is. I mean, that's obviously that's the history of Bella Vista, how it was developed as a retirement community. Cooper Communities developed uh, Cherokee Village in North Arkansas and Bella Vista Village and, and Hot Springs Village, you know, all based around leisure and golf sure, and sure. Uh, being an attractive place for retirees from all areas of the country, particularly the upper Midwest and the North. But if you look at their demographics today, and like I said, that's where they're building houses for you know a lot of people a lot of people are taking advantage of the affordability of buying some of the lots uh, if they can find some available and building a house there but it's you know there are bentonville schools in bella vista there's an elementary school in bella vista they have part of the gravit school district is in bella vista so yeah certainly that'll be that'll be how bella vista is recognized you know that's where the senior citizens live that's where the retirees live (laughs) We've got it's Jamie. Not, I don't look at it as a slight, though. It's definitely not a knock. Certainly, so, yeah. yeah. I mean, Jamie Duggar, our uh, our advertising vice president, we she and her husband live in Bella Vista and have for years, and we'll kind of kid her about, you know, it's six o'clock, you about ready to go to bed, and, you know, when the time you had dinner a couple hours ago, you know, that sort of Blue thing. Blue plate special. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, oh, I mean, Bella Vista is a... Like you say, it's a great place with, you know, if you like to play golf, lots of, lots of good golf courses out there. But it's not even just golf, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And here's the argument that I would make for somebody that's thinking about retiring and really doesn't want to go to Florida. I mean, you've got, we do have four seasons, but much a much milder winter, although that week in February was an anomaly mm-hmm. and it was certainly rough. And for those that don't know, we had a really rough week where it was like below zero for yeah. a period of time. Arctic tundra. Arctic type tundra stuff. type yeah. stuff. But, you know, coming from Boston, I'm like, ah, I've, I've seen worse. So, 
But I mean, you just have a little bit of everything. I mean, you can go, you, you know, you can just go a couple of miles and go do really great fishing. You've got the Buffalo River right up the, mm-hmm. right up the road. You've got just amazing outdoor activity, both in Northwest Arkansas here, as well as in Southwest Missouri. Right. So, and you've got a little bit of everything. And I will, to, kind of going back to underscore the point of, of the, uh, the image of Bella Vista, you also have, not just golf, there's a, there's a, everybody knows about the mountain biking in, in Bentonville. There's also that growing trail and mountain biking that's extending into Bella Vista, you know, and could be extending in even, uh, even a greater way, I think, with some of the, some of the land moves that are being done and some of the land acquisition uh, that's being done. I really think that area, I mean, just think of the topography, right? And when you sure. talk about North, North Bentonville, Northwest or Northeast Bentonville, particularly when you start to stretch into Bella Vista, that area right there is, um, I think, really ripe for maybe even more mountain biking development. I mean, that, that, the mountain biking development that we have right now, that's not the end. No. Uh, this is really kind of even the beginning of, of really this culture that is really being driven here by the tourism leaders, economic development leaders. You know, Rex Nelson, who's a great columnist at the Democrat Gazette, and he's on with Roby on his television show and frequently. He likes to say tourism and, and leisure and hospitality, quality of life. That's the new economic development strategy. That's sure. the new economic development driver, right? It's not, it's not big, you know, smokestacks and big and mills and, and textile and manufacturing. Those things are always have their place, but that's not the primary strategy in Arkansas anymore for driving economic development. I think you obviously see that in Bentonville. Yeah. I mean, times yeah. a thousand. I mean, the downtowns and the the culinary uh, scene and the restaurants and the mountain biking and all that stuff is a part of what's happening here. Yeah. And, it, and it, even just to piggyback on that, what's happening with Common and Blue Crane development and what's, a, yeah. you know, I mean, so there's, there's a lot of new opportunities. Yep. So, because right. I mean, I, I if I, you know, in the future, I think work is going to be a lot different. And if you go to a place where you can be agnostic about where you live mm-hmm. and people give you the opportunity to say, hey, you can live in Northwest Arkansas, but you know, you're based out of New York or I have, I have a friend that lives in Bentonville, downtown, loves it and is based out of a, a company in Atlanta yeah. and, and, and had the choice. Right. And Atlanta's happening, right? I mean, and, and so this person was like, I actually, I actually like it here. Right. For a number of reasons, the least of which was that, that you know, it was, it was his kid could walk to school. There were just a lot of factors. And I mean, Atlanta traffic is rough and, and you know, we, we may have our own traffic issues one day, yeah. but- It's not but Atlanta traffic. It's not going to be Atlanta yeah. traffic. So <laughs> trust me, I lived there for a while. But uh, anyway, I just think it's really interesting that this is- this. This area has, a, you know, will have a profound impact from that perspective. Right. I'm glad you mentioned that common thing. Where there's so much that ha- that seems like a lifetime ago. I'd completely it's hard forgotten keeping up, about man. that. It Every really day is. is something new. And so the big question that I've, you know, that comes back to my mind is, is where are they going to build that? Because that was the million dollar question when they announced it. That was to be determined. They didn't know, didn't say where they were going to build that. And then the same thing with the whole health medical school. Right. Where are they going to build that? So. When you think about when those when those are announced, where they're going to build those, what does that do for changing the the landscape kind of of the city? You know, change the parameters of the city, kind of like the the home office campus will obviously change the parameters of how you think of Bentonville, kind of like the Eighth Street Market, kind sure. of extended downtown that direction. So, where's this state of the art medical school going to be built in Bentonville? They said it would be in Bentonville, and then the, the common development. So. Those are those are the kind of 
you know, real estate development things that I, I think about that really just kind of transform a city. If you can put two projects like that and just sit them down somewhere, right? where are they going to be? And then how is that going to drive future development? Kind of like the, the area around the 8th Street Market and the Momentary. Yeah. Some developers and local guys have really, I mean, they've put up brownstones and they've got retail there now. And yeah. the park is right there. I mean, that's, you know, five, six years ago. Didn't look anything like that. No, but no. that's what a, a museum will do. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and I think it has to be smart growth too. It can't just be growth for the sake of growth. And I think that's what you're finding here is that people are coming together and recognizing that. That's why the Urban Land Institute has a pr- presence mm-hmm. here. You've got so many organizations Keaton and his group are doing that are saying, "Listen, if we're going to grow, let's do this the smart way, and let's." Take note of some other parts of the country that maybe had growing pains and challenges mm-hmm. as they expanded, and let's try to avoid those, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think mean, what you see is a lot of people see chances to be in on something that's really exciting, and it's just really now kind of starting when you talk, talk about the development and the growth. And so they're able to get these thought leaders and get these industry leaders when you talk about urban development and infill development and people who've done that and yeah. have experience doing that. and. We want you to come be a part of us doing that here in Bentonville and and Rogers and Fayetteville and Northwest Arkansas and really uh, all across the two county area. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's exciting. It's exciting. Well, man, we've talked a lot about just the growth of this area. What, what, Paul Gatling, what do you do when you, when you're relaxing uh, and and, uh, (laughs) on your off time? How do you take advantage of this area? Well, I'll. I'll preface that by saying in seven weeks, I'll be taking advantage of uh, Cabo in Mexico. There you go. So that's, you that's go. how I'm going to be relaxing yeah. And Cabo's summer. great. Cabo's yes. on the Pacific Ocean that of Mexico. Is, uh, and circled on the calendar. Yes. <laughs> um, like you say, I live, I live fairly close to the square okay. in Bentonville. Okay. Uh, I love, I do what I, I'll take driving trips and I'll also just take, you know, walking trips just to kind of walk around and see what is new and what is being built over here and what are what are people doing over there I, you find out a lot that personally i just think it's interesting to see and then professionally it's good to report news to our readers that i think that they might appreciate i do play golf play a lot of golf at the courses around here i don't really don't really have a favorite i mean i think they're all interesting and challenging uh, some more challenging than others Looking at the blessings. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I've heard, I've, you know, it's so funny. Some days I've, that course is not as fun to play, but it is, it, it's, it, it's a beautiful, beautiful course and the type of tournaments they have, you know, speaks for itself. Absolutely. So yeah, I just, I enjoy playing golf. I like going downtown and uh, having a cup of coffee and, and visiting with uh, people walking around the square and the farmer's markets and uh, sure. Um, just enjoying Bentonville. I'm not a cyclist. I will say that. Okay. I'm probably in the okay. minority. Yeah. And uh, bicycle month is coming up in, I, the, in the month of May. So I know. it's National Bicycle Month coming I know. up. So. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not the cyclist. I'm not a mountain <laughs> biker. Uh, you know, I've got a I've got an old man back that's been surgically repaired uh, one point in my life. So I'm not pushing the envelope when it comes to bouncing around on, on mountain biking trails and all that sort of thing. Well, I'm probably pushing it a little too much with the golf that I play, but I'm still going to play golf. Still going to play golf, yeah. <laughs> what about a favorite restaurant in the area? Oh, gosh. And I know that's a tough one. A favorite restaurant in the area. Okay, well, let's do by city. In Bentonville, my favorite restaurant is probably it's probably Doe's. I, I really like Doe's. Doe's, okay. You know, a, a good steak you can't can't beat and and they make just about as good as you'll find okay what about rogers and rogers 
you know, I like, I don't know, Rogers is, is kind of hard to narrow down. There's so, there's so many. I, I'll, how about I'll say, just because I've liked it from all my life, how about McClard's? McClard's. <laughs> McClard's McClard. just opened in Rogers last week. I'll, I'll throw McClard's in there. Okay. And then Fayetteville. You know, like everyone else, I love the catfish hole. You know? Oh yeah, that's my spot. Yeah, yeah catfish cat- is, is oh, hard to beat. Catfish, John's, me hungry. and flying fish uh, in Benton <laughs> County—they have good catfish. But then catfish, John's is the is the standard bearer. Sure, yeah. sure, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, no, catfish is huge. I mean, you know, we people don't realize Arkansas. Mm-hmm. I think is the number two supplier of catfish yep. in the mm-hmm. world, and I think Mississippi's number one. Yep. So, mm-hmm. you know, so we we got we got we, you okay. know, if you're gonna eat some catfish, if you're gonna have a fish that's <laughs> that's not technically native to us, but we we have a lot of it. At least at least you know it's gonna be fresh. Yeah, it's great stuff. Yeah, great stuff. Absolutely, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, man, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to connect with us. Lastly, is there are there any books or anything that you've read lately that really has moved you as you I mean, hmm. you know, it's hard because I know as writers and as as you know, you're constantly writing stuff for other people to read. What what do what moves you from a reading perspective? I prefer nonfiction and autobiographies and, okay. his, and history and okay. you know, things that really happened. It's kind of embar- another passion of mine is the Chicago Cubs. Oh, nice. And I'm, okay. I'm reading, I hadn't read the book yet. It was the bestseller by Tom Verducci, The Cubs Way, about okay. the 2016 okay. season and everything that went into that with the Cubs winning the World Series. So my yeah. brother got me that book a month or so ago, and I've just been reading a little at a time. And um, It's amazing how that team has been so gutted from that time. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it's just like- my mom, my mom and I, we watch the Cubs a lot. She watches every Cubs game. And yeah, it's just, I mean, they, they can win it again. But it will never be the same. same. It will never be yeah. the same yeah. as that year. Madden's gone. I mean, it's just um, yeah. yeah they, so. I think they have two or three players from that, from team, that team. From that, yeah. but yeah. that's baseball. That's sports. I mean, the Yankees don't win it every year. Mm-hmm. The Patriots don't win it. I mean, you know, in the history of sports, things go up and down, kind of like you know, businesses go up and down. You just you like to find good leaders and that you can hang on to, and good players that you can hang on to, right. And it's easier said than done for a variety of reasons. Yeah. No, it is. It is. Well, listen, I really appreciate this. Thank you so much. Well, thank for, you, for Randy. I've enjoyed it. For people, for the uninitiated, what's the best way for them to kind of tap in? Because I know there there's an email list that people can get on mm-hmm. if they want to follow the Northwest Arkansas Business Journal. But sure. it's just, what's the easiest way for them to you do that? You can find that. It's easy to find at our website at nwabusinessjournal.com. There's an easy email registration newsletter. Just sign it up. It's free. You get our email to your, you can set your preference. If you're in Fort Smith, you can check the Fort Smith newsletter. You can check a statewide newsletter, or you can check the Northwest Arkansas or Northeast Arkansas newsletter. So just give us your email address and we'll get you registered for that. And you'll get that in your inbox Monday through Friday. Good. There you go. Well, folks, there you have it. Paul Gatling, editor. Uh, associate publisher of the Northwest Arkansas Business Journal. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah, my pleasure, Randy. Really Thank appreciate you. it. Well, folks, that's another episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. To learn more about us or to read or download the show notes from today's episode, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. You can listen to this podcast and sign up for our free newsletter to keep up with us and all things NWA. Sign up today. You can subscribe to the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast wherever you listen to great podcasts. And please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Our podcast comes out every Monday, rain or shine. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and we will see you back here 
next week for another episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. Check us out each and every week, available anywhere that great podcasts can be found. For show notes or more information on becoming a guest, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. We'll see you next week on I Am Northwest Arkansas.